Again, it's so good to be back. You know, I want to talk to you about something that I really am very encouraged about. I, I'm going to talk about a principle that is found in the Word of God. It's called the principle of spiritual momentums. I don't know about you, but uh, let me give you some reports of what I'm hearing. Okay, after our guests and friends has visited uh, DCD, Sister Ludi Serrano texts me. I say, after they felt the fire in DCD, immediately they went and challenged people. Six were baptized in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God praise. A minister that we sponsored, I don't want to mention name, came up and tell me this. Pastor, after the DCD, I went home. I went to the room and I reconciled with me and my family. Everybody say praise God for that. <laughs> and, and many, many who, who went there and, and said this, I was struggling surrendering to God, but after the last message, I've surrendered. I let my hand loose. Come on, everybody say praise God. Ajibu. Okay, how many of you remember Ajibu? Ajibu texted me and said it was a life-changing experience. And, and, and right now, he's battling a lot of spiritual battles, so we should pray for him. He's watching online and I want us to pray. He says, Pastor, you know what? I've been attacked and, and, and I, I'm still bleeding the blood. Amen. Uh, we're going to pray for him. And, and, and this was really fascinating to me. One of our reels went viral. I say again, one of our reels, if you don't know what's reels, it's a short mini video clip. Okay. Uh, went viral. Uh, the last I checked, it hit 355K. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord for that. It's only one week. And we are ready, I think, uh, one of the top few videos. And, and I like that video because it's like, I plead, I plead the blood of Jesus, you know, and, and we're going to plead the blood of Jesus. And, and I'm, I'm here to tell you today, folks, there is spiritual momentum. I, I, I hear today that, you know, we're, we're going to talk about the physics of momentum and how we can apply that in our spiritual realm. Amen. Because either two things, you know, when I look up the definition of the word, momentum is, is, is really mass, mass as in M-A-S-S. In motion. Amen. There is motion. Then I look up another word that I was thinking about. That, that there's something called inertia. That, that's not momentum. Okay. I, I, I'm going a little bit of physics. Inertia is very different. Inertia is resistance, but the force push it forward. That's why in our church we need people that are prayed up because there are some people that cannot move in motion they need the inertia that comes from the people of God that has revival that are in motion so the question I pose today maybe I entitle my message is this are you a mess or are you a mess in motion let me repeat that again are you a mess you are just weights or are you today with the power of the Holy Spirit allowing the Spirit of God is always moving? Are you moving together with the Holy Spirit? Amen. And yesterday I was part of a celebration. You know, uh, one of the 
the, 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 the groups gathered together and they had uh, an outreach. I was so blown away by the, the, the cooperation of uh, all the groups coming together and there was such a motion. You know, by the way, I, I, as a, I, I didn't organize it. It's the groups organizing it and they want to do an outreach, you know, uh, out of their own. Right? I, I, I didn't say that you all need to do it out of their own. They were on fire for God. And, and in the middle of the conversation, I saw with my own eyes, they were talking about God. They were talking about what's happening on DCD. And the lady started to cry. And, and also another good news. You know, uh, one of our members posted one of the videos up. And someone watched it online. Singaporean. Okay, Singaporean. Watch it. I can feel the anointing in the services. And they say that I want to be a part of the service. Folks, I don't know what you call that. I, I can only say that it is momentum. Amen. And momentum must be maintained. You can either build momentum or destroy it. I'm going to tell you how you destroy momentum. So I'm going to tell you how you build momentum. Is that okay? Say, Pastor, where can you find the Bible about this whole idea of momentum? Let's turn to 1 Samuel. I'm talking about one of my favorite character, King David. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 33, 37. I recommend you all to study that chapter. It is one of my favorite stories about the liar. Amen. You know, uh, and, 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 and scripture goes on to say this in 33. And Saul said to David, You are not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him, for you are a youth. And, uh, and he, a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it. Underline that. I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lambs from its mouth. And when it rose against me, I caught it by its beard and I struck and killed him. Talk, talk to somebody and see, passion. Amen. A warring spirit. Amen. Your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defiled the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go and the Lord be with you. So what's the conclusion of the story? I know we, 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 we know the conclusion of the story. He won the war. He, go, he, he went with five stones. You, you know why David went with five stones? Not because he will miss one. Eh? Okay? And then he got four more. I will tell you later why he took five stones. First Samuel chapter 17 verse 48 to 54. So it was when the Philistine rose and came drew near to meet David. Then David hastened and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone. And he slunk it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead and he fell on his face to the earth. And so David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood over the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out, its shed and killed him and cut out his head with it. 
And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. Now, everybody say now. The men of Israel and Judah arose and shouted and pursued the Philistines as far as the entrance of the valley of the, the, the gates of Ekron and wounded the Philistine fell along the road of Sharem even as far as Gath and Ekron. And the children of Israel returned from chasing the Philistine. They plundered their tents and David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem. But he put his armor in his tent. Everybody say momentum. You see, there was momentum. We need to learn how to move with spiritual momentum. Amen. He reminded himself, hey, I'm discouraged, but guess what? I don't care what people say this. In my experience with God, I've killed a lion and I kill a bear. And if God done that, that gives me spiritual momentum to go on further. I, I wish somebody understands spiritual momentums. I wish somebody, you see, that, that momentum brought him to challenge his greatest enemy, Goliath. And, and someone asked the question, how many of you pondered why? Why he had five stones? Because there was not only one giant. Goliath has another four brothers who were giants, so he was ready. If they come up, I'm getting my momentum and I'm on a winning streak and I'm going to kill him. Folks, when God gives you a victory in this city, it's not for you. Well, we had a great victory. God wants you to go back and claim all. I say again, God wants you to claim your family. If you have somebody that has born again, go after your mother. Go after your father. Don't stop there. Come on, are you with me? I say spiritual momentum, you know, not for you to just put a, a trophy somewhere. But God is saying, I want it all. Then the only reasons why we don't get what we have is because we stop. The children of Israel could have the land of Canaan, but they stopped. Amen. So today we're going to talk about what is momentum. You need to learn how to move with momentum. You need to learn how to build momentum in your walk with God. Amen. Because the day will come that when, the, when, when we get on a winning streak, come on, how many of you believe that we are on a winning streak? I believe that my God is a winner. Everybody say amen. So, so, shall we just lift our hands and ask God to help us today? Father, in the name of Jesus, I know we just came back from camp. There's momentum in the spirit. I want to build on that, Father. Lord, help us, lead us, and guide us today. Lord, again, we are on the winning side. Amen. Come on. I want you to lift your hands and begin to pray and declare it. I'm on the winning side. Lord, today, help us, lead us, and guide us, and help us learn how to build momentum in our spiritual walk with you. Lord, in Jesus' name, and all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. Amen. What is momentum? Okay. Momentum is energy, strength, driving power, steam, velocity, and speed. In physics, momentum is defined as a mass in motion. Amen. A mass in motion. Everybody say, a mass in motion. All objects have mass. Let me say that even air has mass. All objects has mass. Therefore, if an object of mass is moving, then it has momentum. The amount of momentum an object has depends on two things. 
I want you to listen carefully to me. If you want momentum, it depends on two things. The weight of an object that is moving and the speed of that object that is moving. Weight and speed. Everybody say weight and speed. Amen. I'm not talking about the weight. Listen here very carefully. I'm not talking about the weight of sin. I'm talking about the burden of the mission. Hear me now. I, I want you to understand that God has given the church the burden of a mission. Amen. And that's a weight. The Word of God is a weight on us. Amen. But, but we got to be careful that we are moving along with the Spirit of God. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Amen. And, 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 and here's something that I realized. That, that God is always in motion. Especially in areas of darkness, He's always in motion. And we got to find out that we are not going against the motion of God. You hear me now? You know, as I grow older, I told God, Listen, I do not want to be a dead weight to my children. Come on, everybody say amen. You determine whether you're going to move with the motion or you're going to be a dead weight. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. I, I've determined long time ago that I'll make myself relevant. I'll make myself in a place where, where God can still use me. Amen. That because I'm not going to be a burden to my children. Hear me now. You know what? I've realized one thing. We have got a lot of doctrines, grandparents, that is wrong. That's why we're going to start next year some new doctrines about what roles grandparents, according to the Bible, should behave. Amen. Well, that's exciting. You know what? Because I, 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 this is my new role. Amen. I want to be a good grandfather to A.V. And then I believe a lie. And that lie is grandparents are supposed to spoil your children. That's a lie. As much as I want to spoil her. But I realize that I'm beginning to see her will. Amen. <clears throat> Yesterday, I scolded her and she gave me an attitude. She cried. <laughs> Everybody say, praise God. It broke my heart because for a while, Sister Lynette, she don't, she don't want to look me in the eye. Oh, I got attitude. So young, one to give attitude. Where she learned from? Huh. Amen. So, so today, I want to talk about momentum. That's a formula. Momentum P equals M times X. M times V. Okay? Okay, that P stands for momentum. Okay? And then... Mass times velocity, okay? I'm, I'm not a physics teacher, so please, if I'm wrong, tell me. I went to Google it up. What's the formula of momentum? It's mass times velocity. Momentum occurs when a force that is greater than the resistance of the object is applied. It happens in sports too. It happens in wars too. You know, I don't know whether you know this, this 1950, World War II, or not World War II, Korean War, um, uh, uh, MacArthur, how many of you know who MacArthur is? He's a famous guy that coined the phrase, I shall return. He made a tremendous strategic move. He landed on Korea, Ichon, I think I pronounced that word, Ichon. And because of that battle, it gave them a winning streak. Amen. That they were able to claim, claim soul. And I heard that, that, that yesterday I was just interviewing uh, 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 Javin. You know, he was telling me that Aston Villa is on a winning streak. Come on, everybody say amen. You're looking at me, stranger. Come on. Aston Villa is on a winning streak. And, and I asked my son yesterday, so who is on the losing streak? He looked at me with a sad face. He said, Chelsea. Because Chelsea is his favorite team. You see, momentums are unique. 
Everybody say, Amen. A team has gained momentum. It's a team that is difficult to stop. Amen. Due to the power of momentum, teams with little talents sometimes defeat skilled and capable teams. Amen. It's just on a winning streak. If you know what I'm talking about in any sports, whether you are playing basketball or whether you are playing badminton, sometimes you know you just got the flow. I mean, that, that, I mean, I'm a tennis player. You must understand. Sam, you know, when, when I start to serve, when it's an ace, probably another ace, another ace, and another ace, I'm on a winning momentum. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. And God designed momentum so that we can win big wars. Everybody say amen. Athletes with less ability usually have more heart and desire. Therefore, experiencing a small taste of success is all they need to gain confidence. And this confidence combined with their passion to achieve can build enough momentum in them and their game to defeat opponents who possess much more talent and skill. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. But, but as much as momentum can work for us, it can also work against us. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. Momentum also can work in reverse. Negative manner. Just as small doses of success encourage a team, small amounts of failure discourage a team. That's why we got to stop for a moment. That's why we take a rest. We don't just take a rest for a physical break. We say, hey man, I need to take a break from all this losing streak that I'm going through. I need to go back to the feet of Jesus and ask Him to cleanse me. Like, like, like what we sing, heal my heart, cleanse me. Amen. Because maybe I'm on the wrong side. Maybe I'm, I'm not gaining any momentum. So rest is for us to reflect so that we can realign in the promises of God. Realign in the mindset of God and begin to gain momentum again. Because God doesn't want us to be on a losing streak. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Are you all with me here today? God doesn't want us to lose. He, he understands once you lose momentum, guess what will happen? Oh, it's hard to, 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 to gain momentum again. Amen. Therefore, we need to pause for a moment on a weekly basis. Make it a plan. Make it a weekly basis and ask, what's my win? Amen. What's my win? Build on your wins. Build on your momentum and ask yourself the question, why am I losing? Is there a lack of obedience? Am I, am I going against the, 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 the direction that God wants me to go? If I'm, I, I'm going against God's direction, I will lose momentum. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, uh, and again, you know, the, the world rally talks about momentum. When, when we are planning uh, 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 strategic meetings, we got to ask ourselves, are we in a place that we are on a high or a low? Amen. In a family, you got to ask yourself before you implement any changes. Hear me now. Never implement changes when your people or your, or your, 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 your children are not on a spiritual high. They will resist you. Amen. I've learned this. Not from parenting, from experience. I better know if God moves, I better move with it. I cannot just let this, this, this liberty that I'm feeling in the spirit to continue to move with it. Because I realized one thing. Momentum, if you do nothing about it, will go back to normal. Amen. Are, are you with me here? 
It's just like, 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 you know, if you go back, you make it right with your wife, you talk to her and say, I'm sorry, but there's no momentum to build that relationship, it will die. It's just, uh, only say, only say sorry, only, only just say sorry, only. That's all, because it go back normal, because let me say this one thing that I know for certain things. Sorry is easier said than done. Hear me now. And then you're wondering, uh, and then now your children wondering, what's going on? You say sorry, but nothing changes. You lose momentum. Amen. You know, uh, 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 hear me now. You know, we call maybe DCD, I don't know, some of you will call DCD a revival. A revival service. You know what a revival service means? It means that somehow or other your passion, your fire has gone down. Amen. And you need some Holy Ghost interjection that God can speak life to revive you again. But we never pause for a moment. What caused that cardiac arrest? What caused that fire to go? What pattern in my life have caused this? Have, have I neglected on building momentums? Amen. You know what was the priest's job in the Old Testament to keep the fire going? The fire we know was from above. And we cannot offer strange fire to the Lord. But the job of the priesthood was always to protect, keep the fire going. And hear me now. What I've noticed is that dead things are good feel. Can I hear a big amen? You know what? The deader the thing, the drier the thing, they make good feel. So I have to die daily. Amen. In order for me to, 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 to continue to burn for the Lord. And I'm that sacrifice. I have to lay myself on the sacrifice. My will, your will and not my will be done. That's why the Bible says, Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. To get the fire going so that you can build momentums. Are you with me? I'm on the subject of momentums. Amen. The loss of momentum takes place all around us in our relationship. We lose hope in relationship. Once you lose hope in relationship, you lost momentum. They don't want to bring it up. They say, I've, I've lost hope. But I'm here to tell you, I don't care what the Lord, or I don't care what the devil says, you can build momentums. If you allow you, you need to stand up and say, hey, you know what? Uh, this is not God's will. I know I have promises of God. The Bible says this. The Bible says that. And you start to claim and you build momentums again. Hear me now. The problem with us is that we are so comfortable at the place that we are. And we don't building momentums because hear me now, building momentums is hard. The hardest part about building momentum is its beginning. Can, can I hear a big amen? I don't know about you, but you know, I go to a gym. My first session is like torture. The next day, I cannot lift my hands. I cannot even lift up holy hands because my arms are aching. But I cannot stop. Even though that my arms are aching, I've got to continue to build momentum. So I've got to continue to do it until I get used to it. And I take a break and let my body, but not too much break. I still got to build momentum. I still got to walk around. I still got to move. I still got to move. I still got to move. Because if I let one time an excuse, you know what? If I let one excuse come in, there'll be another excuse. There'll be another excuse. There'll be another excuse. Therefore, I have to rise up and say, this is good for me, even though it's painful. Amen. This is good for me. Even though I cannot get discouraged, you know, there comes a point that you know that you cannot carry any more weights. 
How, how many of you have been there before? I, I still remember in, 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 in national service, you know, my first time I can do chin up six. Well, I say, hey, I pass. Uh. They make me do until I cannot do any more chin up. It's so discouraging. But then when my muscle heal, they still continue to ask me to go. Chin up bar move. I say, chin up bar? I can't even do anything. Just go to the chin up bar and move. I go like that. I was doing a bicycle kick. How many of you know what I'm talking about? The bicycle kick, trying to jerk myself up, you know. And it's so discouraging. But they say, keep on going. Keep on going. Keep on going. Because if you don't start going after it, you lose momentum. Then Sunday came. <laughs> Hallelujah. Everybody say, praise God. I rested. My muscle began to heal. The next time around, seven. Then now, because I've tasted the beauty of momentum, I say, hey, let's go, Jim. Hey, let's go. You start building momentum. Hear me now. You start building momentum. Then from 7 to 10. Then from 10 to 20. Amen. I, I know that it will shock you, some of you. I can do 20 chin up. Last time. La. <laughs> Amen. Brother David, we can do. Last time I told my son, I, I got six packs. He let me know you got one pack now. <laughs> but there was a time when I was in my younger years when there was momentum. Hear me now, momentum. Until it becomes like a disease in me. That, that, that every time when we all book in early, I look at my friends. Hey, how many of you want to go for a gym? How many of you want to run? Because it becomes a momentum. It becomes a habit. And, and you know what? When people are resting, we were, hey, oh, uh, infantry. Everybody's sleeping. You know. We will get up in the morning and build momentum. And, and that's what? When that momentum spread around the camp, the camp, everybody started, hey, you're going gym. Oh, yeah, I also go gym. There is, there is this momentum, and that momentum comes. There is an inertia that will push those that are slacking behind and say, oh, you know what? I also want to do that. That's why in a service, we build momentum. We don't lead you into worship just because we've got nothing better to do. We are telling you, come on, let's move. Come on, let's move. The Spirit of the Lord is moving. The more we move, the more we move in unity, there is a spiritual momentum. Are you with me? Are you with me? Those who say cannot also move because of the momentum. Amen. We have to be careful. Listen to me that you are losing momentum. Listen to me! If you are losing momentum, if you are not able to read that Bible, if you are not able to do the things that you're supposed to do, you are not able to find the joy of the, the delight of the spiritual disciplines, you got to build momentum. Leave me now. you got to build momentum. Everybody say, praise God. You see, as we build momentum, then God will start to give us tiny victories. Amen. Momentums are built by tiny victories. He, he killed a bear. Now he killed a lion. I mean, when you start to build momentums, guess what? You pass all that IPPT. You pass, you get bronze. After you get bronze, you get what? Silver. After you get silver, you get what? And very good incentive because you get $400. Now $500. Voila. The only place in the country that you do fitness tests, they pay you $500. And you fail. You go to a special gym, RT. Free of charge. Eh? No need to pay membership. Eh? You know, if you fail your IPBT, how many of you know what I'm talking about? Because I feel after the third year of me coming out of the, the, the what they call that, national service, I fail. Then I got a country club. Eh? It's called RT. Regiment training. I go there early and I look there. Wow, the gym equipment so nice. Ah. 
better than outside fitness eh, anywhere. Hey, I'm not giving you the suggestion of filling your IPBT. Eh. But the gym equipment, I was in, what, what's that place uh, in, in, in uh, Katek, not uh, Maju Camp, Katek Camp. Katek Camp. Oh, the gym, uh, I went in. Wow, this one better than my one that is outside. But then also you can choose one, eh, raining, gym too full. You can have bicycle that you take out and like, do this. Eh. You don't need to go down there and the dance. Eh, free bicycle down there doing that. Eh. You know, they will let you do whatever. Why did the government want us to do that? Very simple. Because they want to build momentum in fitness. Maybe after these three months, guess what happened? Uh, you, may not, you may not pass your test, but at least there is momentum going for you to walk around, for you to exercise, for you to get healthy. Are you with me here today? And here's the deal. When you get victory, don't stop there. Don't let your milestone become your tombstone. Hear me now. God has given us victory. The whole purpose of victory is that I need to build momentum. Uh, if I can kill this giant in my life, guess what? There's another giant that's going to come and I'm ready for it. Amen. When I see someone in my family responding to the gospel, they are in UTV. Don't stop there. Get another UTV. How about you? How about you? Listen, I've got to tell you something, right? I believe in the power of God. I believe that in the last days, God will pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. So you look at people when your mother received the Holy Ghost or being touched by God. You need to look and say, Dad, you want this? Because it can hit you. It hit my family like that. I, I, my mom was feeling the presence of God. I still remember very clearly in a, a service, she was feeling the presence of God. Then I looked at my dad, 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 you want the Holy Ghost? Lift up your hands. He said, oh, first time in the apostolic church. Eh? Oh. And then God filled him with the Holy Ghost. After he filled him with the Holy Ghost, filled my mom with the Holy Ghost. They, they were born again. And not only did he didn't stop there. Abby and Adora was baptized in Jesus' name. He didn't stop there. That's why in the gifts of the Spirit, hear me now. When the man of God starts to operate and he's, he's saying some things, okay, that's in the spirit. Suddenly there's faith in the house of the Lord and everybody starts to respond. Bam, 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 bam. You know what we call that? Spiritual momentums. That's why in the service, we prayed 40 days. Amen. There's spiritual momentum. I'm expecting God. In fact, I got my breakthrough. You know when? I got my breakthrough in pre-DCD conference. First night, I got it already. Thank you, God. Now, let me go. After you receive the breakthrough, guess what happened? You don't just sit down there. Enough already. Just sit down there. I can coast along. You know what I'm going after? I'm going after people who need some breakthrough. I'm going after if I can get my breakthrough. I'm going to get you to breakthrough. I'm going to get you to breakthrough. I'm going to get you to breakthrough. I'm going to, because you know what? God wants spiritual momentum. God wants this to continue and continue and continue. Hear me now. Momentum brings impact. Can, can I have the logistic team to bring up that, 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 uh, I see whether I can do this. Don't worry, I will not go hospital, I promise you. I'm not going to carry this. Okay? Everybody's wondering what I'm doing. Good, I'm getting your attention. So, I can push this this way. There's so much I can. But spiritual momentum will look like this. Okay? Uh, Y'all help me. Okay? Spiritual momentum, you build up, and then you run. 
What do you think? This will be so much more. Amen. And that's what spiritual momentum looks like. That's why the Bible, you know what? I read the scripture wrongly. It says, stir up, your, stir up the gift that's within you. Leh. Nobody can stir that gift for you. Leh. The Bible says you stir up. That's why the Bible says, go on to say, all meetings, when you gather together, have to provoke good works. Leh. It's not to make you to say that, I celebrate you because you are dead weight. Why aren't you moving? We are all moving. That's the purpose of small groups. Eh? Don't go down there and say, Hello, how are you? It's like, hey, I tell you what. The spirit of, the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. Let me tell you what's happening. My son is responding to the Holy Ghost. My son just asked me a spiritual question. Really? Uh, come on, let's go on our knees and let's continue to pray. Let's continue to build momentum. Let's pray. Because the testimony of Jesus Christ is a spirit of prophecy. If you can do that to my son, he can do that to my children. That's how spiritual momentums are built. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know what? Praise God. Come on, everybody say amen. You know what? There is a testimony to be told. Oh, oh, when, 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 when I think it was Lin and, and, and Chi Ping was telling about, oh, Rachel receiving the Holy Ghost, right? Rachel receiving the Holy Ghost. You know, uh, Erica, where are you? Somewhere, okay, I don't know where she is. But I, she was telling about your daughter receiving the Holy Ghost. She began to cry and tear. Hear me now. Uh, she was telling somebody's story. But the testimony of Jesus Christ is a spirit of prophecy. It awakens something within her. Because I remember when I was a child, I received the Holy Ghost. And she began to cry. I remember as a child, I received the Holy Ghost. I say again, spiritual momentums. Then I go and I see Sam and, and Josh working together, talking to them, the, the, the individual, you know. Uh, and then start talking about it. Then they found out they have a common friend. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Here, here now. There is spiritual momentum. We just got to continue to push. We got to build it up. Everybody say amen. Again, everybody say amen. You know, a good example is a hurricane. I know Singapore, we don't have hurricane. Thank God for that. But a hurricane always begins with a storm. A small storm. And then it collects up. Collects up, then go to the shore. And then it builds up. And it builds up. And it builds up. Sounds like, you know, the books of Acts with the sound of uh, uh, what? Rushing mighty wind. You know, they turn the world right side up, not upside down. Right side up. Then you hear that, that there was momentum. Then you start to hear them going forward. Amen. Going from, from chapter to chapter. Amen. Revival. Everybody say amen. This was common people who turned the world right side up. And they had spiritual momentums. When God gives you a victory in your home, instead of just sitting back, where He grants you victory, why don't you share that testimony? My God is good. I say again, my God is good. I see the lame walk. I see someone who is blind and, and they begin to see. Can I lay hands on you and pray? Sometimes I believe that people out there in the world has more faith. They will ask you, can you pray for me? For us, it's like, hey, where's the panel of us? 
Where's the Panadol? Maybe we should call Joanne and ask her to, to, to prescribe us. Uh, hey, uh, uh, pharmacy, tell us what I need to. And then she said, you better go and see a doctor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying that? Again, uh, there are so many promises for us to claim. Can I hear a big amen? amen. I, I say again, God wants to do great and mighty things. God wants to do it in your house. Amen. And when you have the momentum of one victory, flow with that momentum. I say again, flow with that momentum. You see, David, in the story of David, he was, he was after this momentum. He said, hey, let me remind you. I have to tell you, oh, King, you know what? I don't need your weapons. I've, I've done this before. Amen. I got five stones. I'm ready because if I killed the giant down, guess what happened? The brothers all may be not happy and come against me. I'm ready. I'm ready. Amen. And, 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 and have you noticed you use a slingshot and slingshots are momentum builders? You know why slingshots are so powerful? Because they are momentum builders. Amen. You take a stone, you swing. Swing. Momentum is built upon consistency. Repetition. Hear me now. Good old fashioned discipline will always help you with momentums. I don't feel God, pray. Because God is testing your faith. You don't everything need to feel God one. Hear, hear me now. So I heard somebody, I need to feel God in order to praise Him. No, praise Him. You know what? Praise Him. Praise was designed not as thanksgiving. Praise means before the answer is being prayed, I in faith can see it spiritually and I'll praise God. Praise was designed not after the victory. It's before the victory. That's why I, I, I need to lift up holy hands. Yes, I got to bring up a sacrifice. And, and again, uh, how you want to praise God, that's fine. Because as we grow older, I cannot dance like you young people. But that doesn't mean I'm not praising. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. I, I'm praising Him in my head. I say, wow, thank you. Hallelujah. But that's all I can do. Because if I continue this trick, I think tomorrow I need to lay down for two days down. Amen. But what is important is that we build momentum with His promises. We build momentum with, with His Word. And when we see tiny victories, celebrate it. Hear me now, we have lost the art of celebrating. All we want to see is negative things. Listen to me. Negative things will always dull your spiritual momentums. Hello? Can, can, can I say a big Amen. The goal can say that, well, it's not probably done my way. Instead of saying all the nice things that, well, at least they are moving this forward, ma, you will see all the problem. The green is still figuring out. You know what the orange does? The orange just say, praise God. Praise God. You know, that's why I believe David was an orange. He didn't care one. He just chung after the thing. He, he never think one there. He just say, oh, God did it for me. You know what? He will do it again. I come in the name of a God. You know, and he start to swing. And he just went, boom. Why did he put aside? Praise God. Hallelujah. He didn't even calculate. He just went from his inner, he went from his experience. And <laughs> Hear me now, right? The closer you get, you want velocity. How many of you want velocity? You want velocity. Velocity, right? You need to go closer to the center. And if it's velocity but mass equals bigger momentum, then I must center my life around Christ. That's why the Bible says this. Every action that we do, whether you pray, make sure it's God-centered, not you-centered. 
Many people tell me, I pray, I pray, but they are so self-centered. Like. They are not surrendered yet. Listen, the best way to get momentum is surrender. Like. Don't resist. The Bible says you resist the devil, but some of us are resisting God. And then that's the number one reason why you lose momentum because God is motion. Oh Lord, help me. Are you getting this? Oh, the weight of the word. Oh, I feel so, 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 so. Then God touch you in the spirit, they start to move. Amen, okay? I don't have the wire, but you start to move. Your, your whole idea is not to move. You just build momentum. You know, you just do this. Eh? Everybody can do that, praise God. I agree with you, Jesus. I agree one with you. I agree with your word. I agree with your spirit. I agree. I agree. I agree. I will not agree with the devil. I will not listen to all the naysayers. I have to be careful. I just want to be agree because I have to protect my fire. You, listen, you know, I heard a bad story. So sad. Eh? But it's so true. You say that, the whole reason why his parents got divorced, you know why? Because they have an auntie. And auntie will go to the house every day and ask the question, look at the wife. Huh? Your wife, your husband never provide you a maid. Ah? Your husband never provide you, but they, there was a proxy war that's going on. The accuser of the brethren. Accused. And then after that, if they don't fight, they become one with the devil. And when you become one with the devil, guess what happened? You don't become a mediator. And then he end up divorced. And this young man says this, you know why there was divorce? Because I'll tell you why. Because every day, my auntie will come and, and compare herself with the husband. Compare and compare. And there was a proxy war, meaning that the husband wasn't even there. Hear me now. The devil is all out trying to tell you that your children no use. All this thing. You know, don't, your, your husband not providing for you. And this and that. Because he's trying to destroy momentum in your homes. Hear me now. I say again. He is walking like a roaring liar seeking who he may devour. And he's looking for someone that he get attention of. Hello? Can I get attention of you? Can I get... And then offenses is the bait of Satan. You all remember that story, right? Offenses is the bait of Satan. Amen. I still remember when I was fighting with my wife my son will come in and say this, offenses is the pain of Satan. I say, wallow it. I was like, wallow it. That's why we need to put on the forgiveness shoe. That's why the Bible says we need to determine by choice, not by feeling, because feelings come and go. We choose. Someone asked me, is love a feeling? I say, yes, it is a feeling, but it's also a choice. Because feeling come and go one. I mean, there'll be days, I, I don't know, maybe I'm in a different world. Brother Kenneth, when you get up, you see your wife. There's no song that says, When I fall in love, it will be forever. There's no romantic song. Eh? There's no candlelight. Eh? When I see my wife, you know what? Either sometimes she'll be snoring, I'm looking at her, and I'm like, Wow, this lady got engine inside her. You know, there's no feeling of in love. Leh. There's a lot of feeling of sometimes resentful that I have to fight. Leh. Are, are you all with me? This is the real world. I know some of you don't believe me, but trust me. The one that you love the most offends you the most. 
And you say, Pastor, that, I mean, you, are you trying to tell me that, 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 that uh, don't get married? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm still believer of marriage. I'm still believer of love. Because love stands the test of all kinds of trials. You know what? I, I, you know what? Before I point a finger at her, I must realize that there are four fingers back at me. Come on, everybody say amen. Thank you, huh? I mean, come on, you get up in the morning, you see her. I like, you know, then she looked at you. I said, wow, why your breath so stinging? I want to kiss her, so cannot. I said, go and brush your teeth. Take 10 minutes and go and brush your teeth. Go and sanitize your mouth. I like, then after that, after brushing teeth, I want to kiss her, she go do her work already. <laughs> Things don't always happen like in romantic movies. Eh? I mean, once a while, God love, but very long time, one time. Eh? Okay, everybody say amen. And then after that, they will say, and they live happily ever after. No, no, no. We fight to live happily ever. We have to fight to maintain that good relationship. Amen. We have to fight that accuser of the brethren. We have to fight all kinds of spiritual battles that's coming our way to maintain a right attitude because sometimes there's not enough love there. So you know what? I do it unto the Lord. I do it because not I feel love. I do it because it's the right thing to do. And this world have few lies that you have to be careful. You say, follow your heart. I'm like, huh? My heart got a lot of decision on it. My heart like this girl. My heart like that girl. My heart like this one. My heart like, you know, a car. We have my heart also very de- undecisive one there. My heart says, wow, this, this chakwekiao very nice. Tomorrow not nice. Tomorrow eat chicken rice. You got to be careful to follow your heart there. Your heart cannot make up a mind one there. Are you with me? Then another thing is be true to yourself. How to be true to myself? Be true to the word because in myself there's no truth. Are you with me here? Amen. Wave your hand. Say this is making sense. You know, again, you know, we have to pursue. I, I, I love Psalms 18 verse 37. and 30. This is the heartbeat of, of, of David. You know, he says this, I have pursued my enemies, overtaken them. Neither did I turn my back again till they were destroyed. Amen. I have wounded them so that they could not rise. They have fallen under my feet. For you have armed me with the strength for battle and I have subdued under me those who rose up against me. That's the kind of attitude that we should fight for our families. You're not getting my grandchildren. You're not getting my great-great-grandchildren. You got to get out of my whole lineage, my legacy. You're not going to touch them. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to destroy you before you destroy me. Sounds like the Israeli army. Amen. You cannot negotiate with the devil and win. You cannot compromise and think you can win. The devil is a liar. Say, oh, nothing happened. No, you let momentum of defeat walk into your life. And momentums are hard to deal with. Momentums of defeat will come to you. Momentums of defeat will rob you. Momentums of defeat will rob you of your joy. Will rob you of your peace. Momentums of defeat. It's not just about one time. One time. You know what? Listen. Listen. I, I, I believe that God forgives us. But there are some things uh, that when we make a decision one time, it can destroy you. I say again, you know, don't let the devil say, yeah, one time, and yeah, you know what? God loves you, right? Uh, yeah, He loves you. 
He loves you. Come on, no doubt about that. Amen. But there are some decisions in life. It's a weighty decision. You have to be very, very careful because you will not only be affected, your children be affected within that choice. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Everybody say praise God. You know what? If you notice anything about pastor, if you don't notice anything about him, after I come back from my mission trip, I'm always on steroids. Remember, Brother Willoughby used to do this. Those that are on mission trip, right? He make us all stand in front. We all remember Brother David. He pray and then he'll start to pray. You know why? There's spiritual momentum. They've seen victory. Amen. Some of you have seen victory. That's why when you pray, when I see you all in DCD pray, I say, wow, where did that faith come from? Because you know what? You had your breakthrough. I can see it. I can see some of you climbing on the chairs. So, you know, wow, then lay hands because you know what? You have spiritual momentum. Amen. Everybody say praise God. It, that's why, you know, if you want to hear the best sermon, some people ask me, hey, pastor, after going mission trip on fire, take a chill pill. Sorry, I was still up. I was so up what God can do. I went to Philippines, I see how many people receive the Holy Ghost and I tell myself, if God can do that, He can do it here. Oh, listen, when, when, when I see how many UTB teachers, they are teaching UTB, 43. Lin-Lin, 43 UTBs per week. And they had a full-time UTB teacher now. Sister Joe. I was like, my goodness, they have so many Bible study until they have got to have a full-time. Oh, that stirred me up. I, I say again, that stir me up. I say again, if they can do it, that God can pour His Spirit upon all flesh. God can do it here. God can save my family. I see people coming to me. Pastor, you have no idea. This is my brother. This is, this is my sister. Sister Ludi introduced me to her younger sister who was on the sideline for a long time until she taught a Bible study and she brought me. First time I saw her, Sister Ludi's sister coming and I shaking her head. I said, Brother Timothy, you know Sister Ludi, Brother Timothy, this is a product of a UTB. I was like, oh my goodness. You know, everywhere they go, they say, oh, this is a barak. Because you know what? Again, they are fueling the momentum. I say again, they are fueling the momentum. The word works, the spirit works. Everybody say, amen. We have no inferior. We, this is not just made in Singapore. This is not made in Korea. Thank you for that. <laughs> or, or this is not made in China. God made it Himself. God gave His Word to us. His Word supposed to build momentum. He will inspire us. I don't know, when I read the book, Brother David, I, I, I'm going to share with you because you, you, you study the Bible a lot. Sometimes, right, after you read the Word of God and you study it, there's fire lit up that you need to share the truth. Amen. The underutilizing of the studying of the Word of God. Some only us study the Word of God because I go to teach a UTB. There are so many questions I have about the Word of God. Like, like uh, you know, like, like tolerance versus patience. What does the Bible say about? How do I differentiate? Honor versus worship. Ancestral worship. All those things I studied. You know, so that I want to find that right balance. Amen. Then the more sharper I get in the spirit, the more I listen to his voice. Hear me now. I've been around a lot of the world. Okay? And that's why I tell you this. The Jesus that you serve, are you sure that the Jesus, right, is the Jesus that is found in the Bible? 
Because when I go Philippines, uh, the Jesus different one. Eh. I look at the altars, the Jesus is a small doll. Eh. Then I look at another country, right? The Jesus is also African-American one. Eh. You know, all kinds of people. People have weird ideas about Jesus. Eh. Make sure you know, that the Jesus you serve is found in the pages of the Word of God. Because you can create yourself an image of Jesus that is not real. Our imagination, that's why in the last days I concur with everybody. I say this again. Jesus would not tolerate sin. Amen. Come on. He dealt with sin on the cross. You be careful that you hang around people, right? Who have this Jesus that they serve that is not real one. It's a made-up figurine of an imaginary Jesus that is always so nice, that, that our, then when you start to think about that Jesus, right, then your relationship with Him becomes very transactional. I do this, then you bless me lah. I do this, you bless me. That's why next year, in our, our, our vision month, we will start off by saying this, lah, to know Him. Amen. Not from any tradition. We need to go back to the Bible, study his character, his emotions, his mind. We need, to e we need to destroy any imagery of him that is not in the Word. Casting down every imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Because some of us, your belief will determine your lifestyle. Hear me again. Your belief will determine what you truly believe. I mean, it's a scary thought that in the scripture, it says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, oh, you call me Lord, Lord, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness or workers of, of iniquity. That means, you know what? It means that you set the law yourself. Leh. That you, you, you think that you are the judge. Eh? There's only one judge, eh? and that's God. Eh? And we have to be careful and study the Word because only through studying the Word of God, I find the true Jesus. Every country, I see a Spanish Jesus. I see an American Jesus. And the American Jesus may look like prosperity and no pain and all these things. You know, it's a very scary thought, uh, the kind of Jesus that they see. It's not the kind of Jesus that I read in the Gospels. Some of the church is not preaching Jesus. I'm going back to the Word and show you who Jesus is. Because you know what? If I don't honour Him, guess what? Slowly I dishonour Him and I start to compromise in my values because, and I start to be, being in this area and that area because the scene of compromise, again, you lose momentum. You make it easy for yourself. Can I say one thing? I hope I don't offend you. Becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ is not difficult. Everybody say, Amen. It is impossible. That's why we pray, Lord, help me. Lord, my wife, you asked me to forgive her, but I write, leh. and I'm like, I say sorry. I also don't know why I say sorry for. Leh. Uh, not fair. Uh, how many of you ever prayed that prayer? I pray, not fair. Not fair. Not fair. Not fair. But was it fair for Jesus to die on the cross? Was it fair? You know what? She may not have all the answers and stuff like that. But I'm done. I want to be a mediator. Come on. Can I hear a big amen? I don't want this to continue. I don't want hatred to fester in my relationship with other people and my children. I don't want to see a breakup in my family. I want to see them believing in the concept of family. Amen. Are you with me? 
Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on. In 2 Samuel chapter 3 verse 1. I love this scripture. Okay, 2 Samuel chapter 3 verse 1. Now, there was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. But David grew stronger and stronger and the house of Saul grew weaker and weaker. What do you will be saying on your generation? Is your church, is your first church, your family going stronger? On my church, but it's got to be intentional. Like momentum, you have to be intentional because I want the generations after me. Amen. I, 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 just like health. Everybody say health. If you do nothing and always indulge, you will lose your health. Hear me now. Be careful what you say in your house. Eh? Complaining. Murmuring about people, about all those things because your children listen. Those are momentum killers. Amen. Come on, hear me now. Some people, uh, their mouth uh, talk. I thank God for a wife. Eh. Whenever I want to gripe, right? you come here, you come here. Got nothing good to say, don't say. Because you know what? When I say it sometimes, right, it's that moment I don't have the facts. Then when I saw already, right? Right? I solve already, brother David. I solve already. But my children haven't heard the soft part. Leh. They still carry on this thing on them. Leh. And it destroys unity. And it doesn't just involve you. It involves the next generation. Amen. You know, there's a term that I recently found out. It's very scary. It's called gaslighting. Say whatever you want, but it's not backed by facts. Uh. You be careful. Eh. It's gaslighting. You know what's gaslighting? It comes with the term uh, where the leakage of gas. Eh. You know somebody leaked something, eh. but you don't know who. Eh. It's scary. Eh. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So I want to go quickly now, okay? I, I, I know that we, we don't have time, but 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 I, I you know when you read. The scripture, 2 Samuel chapter 8, is a very interesting scripture. He says, I smote the Philistine. I smote this, I smote that. He's talking about all his victories. There was momentum. Eh? I smote, I smote, I smote. Eh? I smote means I destroy. Lah, okay? I don't know. Not smoke. Lah. Smote, S-M-O-T-E. He said, I smote all my enemies. He was going from 8, 9, 10, 11. Suddenly, he lost the battle. You know why? The sin of him laying down with Bathsheba. Amen. The only thing that can destroy your momentum is sin. Think about the story of Joshua. Wow, conquering it. Wow, Joshua conquering, conquering, conquering. Then until one guy by the name of Achan or Atan. I call him Atan. Every time when I read, I say Atan. A-C-H-A-N. Atan. Atan are you. Because you kept that idol, they lost the battle. Aiken, okay, okay, Atan, Atan. Don't name your son Aiken. <laughs> uh, you know, because he kept something, he lost the battle. Amen. We have to be careful to allow sin in our lives. Amen. We need to deal. Look, sin is a momentum killer. Can, can I hear a big amen? Sin will always stop momentum of victory. Amen. Amen. 
But then in 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 20, it says, David went to Baal Perazim. Perazim. And David defeated them there. And he said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Therefore, he called the name of that place Baal Perazim. Okay? It's like a search of tide. You know, we pray the Lord of the breakthrough. If you have momentums, right, there's going to be a breakthrough. That's why he saw a breakthrough. God wants to come in like a flood. Amen. Amen. I say again, God wants to give us revival, but we got to stay true to His word. We got to repent. Can I give you some examples of spiritual momentum builders? Here we go. Ready? I mean, I'm going to be practical, so I'm going to be quick. Amen. It's now only 11.30, is it? Is it 11.30? Oh, I got time. Hey, praise God. Uh, number one, consistent abiding in Christ. Consistency is the key. You want to build momentum is consistency. How many of you know that you go gym tomorrow, muscles not develop? In fact, it's just killing your muscles. I mean, I go gym, right? Uh, after, you know, without, you know what I'm talking about, I go gym. Then I look at the mirror, like, hey, hey, how come you got nothing, man? We think that going gym, all the muscle will come out immediately. Leh. Hello? Are, are you all with me? Many years of sin in your life, you expect that, 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 that it can be just eradicated like that? Your mindset still haven't changed? You're still not converted yet? God forgives you, but you have to build it up. Build correct thinking. Overcoming right thinking. Because you know what? It is always easy to be the, with the familiar places. You know, how many of you ever know, every time one, eh, they go through this problem, then they keep on telling you the same problem, the same problem, the same problem. And I feel like asking them, hey, you every time the same problem. One. Don't you understand? You haven't dealt with the root yet. But all of us, the one to say, oh, I pray for you. I pray. No, no, don't pray for that. You say that, bro, I think you need help. Because every week the same problem, man. You doubt you. There's this festering of fear. Uh, there's this festering of, of uh, 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 condemnation. Where's it coming from? Anger. You know, it's, if, 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 if it's not your wife, it's somebody else. You, you know how many of you know what I'm talking about? It's always something else, man. Somebody did to you, man. The, the thing is not about your root problem. That could it be? That, that you are blaming all the wrong places. Amen. Right. Can, can I hear a big amen? amen. Yeah, I mean, like, I go see doctor, okay? With my mother. Go and see doctor. Then the doctor say, first thing, are you losing weight? Meaning, are you losing your mass? Wow, this is so very important. When you lose your mass, it's also saying that sometimes you are not well. You don't carry weight in your influence in your family. You don't carry weight in your influence with your children. Something is off. Eh? Amen. You don't carry weight in your authority in your home. You don't carry weight as a person. When you come in, there's a weight of influence. Eh? Some people are just, you know, no weight one. I'll tell you why they don't weight one. Because you know what? They will tell you, they gossip, they will talk about other people. Listen, I know about human beings very easily. If they can gossip about other people, they can gossip about you. Be careful who you mix around with. Because some people don't have weight. So you know why they don't have weight? What they do? 
they go find other people to talk about. Because they don't have influence. So then he starts to point other people's problem. Wow. Are, are you all with me here? But that's the wrong power. That was not the spirit of a mediator. Remember this. Listen. Ham curse. He exposed the father. Where else? The brothers go. And they got their inheritance. Wow. Amen. Come on. First Thessalonians talk about pray without ceasing. Amen. You know, the only way that I know how to pray without seeing, well, when I look at this, right, as a non-Christian, I mean, as a Christian, as a denomination Christian, not apostolic, well, I don't know how to pray without seizing because I don't have, I mean, like, I don't speak in tongues all the time. You know, at that time, I said, oh, pray without seizing. Oh, sometimes I can replay a lot of nonsense in my head. They call that prayer. But the Bible says He's given a spirit because the, the, the flesh doesn't know what ought, they ought to pray. But the spirit helps us with our infirmities. You know what? Our infirmities that we know not all what we should pray. Amen. So we have to have a consistent abiding relationship with Christ, which means prayer life. Amen. You know what? I'm very, very scared to use the word prayer. Like, because some people idolize prayer. I used to do that. I say, I, I have faith in my prayer. Then you put on the faith in your prayer. I have faith in the God to whom I pray to. Is that okay? I hope I don't. Because sometimes I say, you go pray, but you pray a me, sir. Amen. Are, are you all with me? I want to pray the mind of God. I want to pray my will be done. Because when I pray my will be done, it creates... And I lose momentum. That's why have you ever heard people say, I pray, I pray, I pray. And then pray, but how come are the fruit like that one? Have you all noticed that? Why so much bitterness one? Why your face still like that one? Why, why you are not reproducing another person? Where is the joy? Because everything that comes up for you is critical. So I stop. I say, I put my faith in the God to whom I pray to. I'm in alignment. When I pray, means I get to know the will of the Father and I pray and I lose the motion of prayer called faith. I go along together with Him. Amen. And the next thing that is very important, it's not just reading the Bible. It's studying the Bible. All of us can read the Bible. I read the Bible so many times. Then you ask me, one hour later, what do you read about? Uh, I don't know. Leh. I forget. Leh. Because if you, can forget, if you forget, that means you will not apply. You know what's the greatest challenge that I have to do? Uh, 40 days of, of that devotion. Leh. Whoa, I think I'm, uh, every day got to study the Bible. I, I study uh, 40 days of, of glory until I say, don't know what else to study. Let's pray. <laughs> Maybe could it be that way? After you study a lot of this glory, and next thing you need to say, God, make this real to me. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. And you know what? Every time when I study the Bible, right, I, how discouraged I am. Like, listen, I, I can, I, I, or, or, God is my weakness. Uh. Every roadblock I have, uh, when I study the Bible, I get loose. When I have worry, uh, 
you know, suddenly when I put my focus in the mind of Christ, right, I get unstuck. I really get unstuck. I start to break down every meaning of the word. I really study the word and I really, really, I have a lot of Bible study that not because I have to preach, because I have doubts in my mind. How do I rightly divide the word about making this choice, making that choice, making that choice? Because when it comes to me like a flood, right, it will not undermine me. I know exactly what I need to do. I know how to make the right choices. Amen. I know how to please my Father. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Amen. I want to walk in faith and not by sight. I want to know what God's Word say about this thing, about parenting, about parenting as a grandfather. I'm doing a Bible study on grandfather uh, uh, roles right now because I don't want to cross my boundaries. Amen. Because you know what? There's a lot of things uh, that culturally we were mistaken. Culturally mistaken. We all got our different cultures, how we were raised. Uh, and I do not want to put too much on my children. I want to be biblical because only when I have that authority, that I can pray. Amen? Everybody say, praise the Lord. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17 says, all scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete. May be complete. How? By the studying by the word of God. Thoroughly equipped for every good work. L- listen, how many of you want to be equipped I want to have the right equipment to build my life. Uh, Hello? Come on, everybody say amen. I mean, I'm challenged when I can see uh, Sister Siulang going to PI. She will go there and then she will just do her essay. Sister Siulang, thank you for being an inspiration. Then they provoke me. I like, wow, okay, she's doing this essay. Wow, all these things that I got to do. Actually, uh, people can tell you, retire. Relax one corner. Oh, enjoy your grandchild. Ah. But she's sharpening herself up. She's inspired. She really wants to... Let me tell you something, right? You have not truly, essentially studied the Word of God. Huh? You cannot tell me. The Bible says that the Word of God is an inspiration. When you lack inspiration, don't need to go to TikTok to look for inspiration. Hear me now. You don't need to go to YouTube to look for inspiration. You open the Word of God. You start the beginning. Who was this written to? What context was this written to? What was the background? And you study and you enter into the different world of that individual that you're talking about, whether it's Abraham. I start to ask myself this question, okay, because I like the color so much. I always ask myself, ah, you think Abraham orange, green, gold? You know, I, 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 I start to, to incarnate the character into my life, like. And I say that, what did he feel? I mean, especially when you talk about uh, sacrificing, uh, uh, what do you call that, your only child. Eh? You know, and I, I think myself, oh, I have to sacrifice Jabez. Oh, I'll cry. Eh? I'll cry. Eh? I won't be saying, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I won't be doing that at all. Eh? Because he said that, you know, the, the key words that, the son whom you love. Eh? Then, you know what? it makes me appreciate of this man of faith, Abraham. I don't know what Abraham will look like. In my mind, I have a picture of Abraham. White hair, bearded, you know, old man. You know, the day when I come, I say, hello, tell me what God has done for you. Oh, I sacrificed my son. Huh? You, 
Abraham. Uh. <laughs> I mean, that'd be nice, right? We go heaven, we all guessing game, and we say, I, 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 I seriously talk to God about this. Lord, don't tell me who you are. I will find you. I will find you. Just talking to him, interview him. Jesus? Jesus? I mean, I, mean, I would want to... You know what? The, the, the thing is this, uh, a lot of people, right, when they go heaven, Jesus appear before them, they don't even know Him, eh, because they don't even know His character. Eh. Oh, what a sad day it is. Eh. When you walk there and Jesus appear before you, you don't know me. And then every word that's said uh, is the word of Jesus, eh, the red colour lettering. Eh. And then all of us, uh, 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 then, then, then everybody suddenly on their knees, uh, bowing down to the, the lamb and the, and, 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 and the lion of the tribe of Judah. Eh. Then say, Ayo, this one Jesus, ah, what put me in tie? Well, that talks about your relationship with God is transactional, isn't it? Amen. Another thing that is very important, number three, this is so crucial. Be around with kingdom minded people. Can I share something with you? Not everybody is kingdom minded. Brother Alice told me this I don't unify with everybody. In fact, I'm very careful to be yoked with someone. Yoking is a very strong word. You have to be very careful uh, that you yoke with the wrong person. Amen. I have to be careful, hang around. You know, we always as parents, right, look around, you know, and see whether who is uh, in the right company or the wrong company. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Kingdom-minded fellowship, being in a faith community brings mutual support and growth to the will of God. And number four, I love this one. It's called faith in action, total obedience. That means you hear it, you do it. Amen. Okay? I, I, can, can I share? I've I done this before. I deceive myself. Eh? I read uh, all the how to do exercise book. Eh? How many of you ever read the book? Uh, how to do chin-up, how to do... Um, uh, uh, carry muscle. Uh. Huh? The next day, I think I feed. <laughs> okay, you're supposed to do uh, chin up. I can tell people how what to do. Hey, you do chin up, uh, wrong. Eh? Hey, you, you, you should go along for the. Uh, you, you should do this, you should do this. There's a lot of people can tell you a lot of things, but uh, you look at their body, it definitely shows you that this person don't know chin up. By your fruits, you will know them. Eh? You want somebody to, who leaves the deal. You, you, you want to look for somebody, uh, uh, you, you want to look for somebody that is, uh, what do you call that, uh, 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 have strong relationship, husband and wife, you look for somebody that has a fruit of it. Eh? Uh, hello? Everybody say praise God. I'm not saying that they have to be perfect, but there's something that is drawing your attention. There's something that is, wow, you know, you know what, at least they admit that they are wrong. I like their intimacy, true intimacy. They, they talk about things, they can discuss everything un under the sun. So praise the Lord. Eh? I like that kind of example. Amen. You look to them. Then, another thing that is to have a, a good momentum builder is gratitude. Wow, gratitude is so important. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. Gratitude is so important. I wish that we have Thanksgiving holiday. Like. How many of you will like that? I will like that. That everybody come and say, don't complain. Huh? On my table, whatever I serve, thank you for chicken. Thank you for, you know, uh, don't say too sweet, too sour, too what. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. You know, I, I don't get it. I, I get it. That's why it's more of a discipline. You know, uh, I love it. I love it. You know, I try in my home to thank everybody. Thank mom for cooking a wonderful meal. Thank Adora. Thank Sean. You know, and, 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 and I want that because you know what? Those are momentum builders. I say again, learning how to say thank you is momentum builders. Leh. You know, if you want to save any relationship, right, you can save your, your relationship from a divorce if you cultivate thankfulness. Some people say, well, I cannot stand my wife. You be thankful that you have a wife. Uh, uh, some people say that, wow, I cannot stand uh, my, my children and they ask them to do homework, never do one. Always like that, thank God that you have a child to complain about. Anything you can thank God for. Leh. Thank God you can feel your feelings. Thank God that God allowed you to feel that feelings because it's a glimpse of what He did on the cross for all of us. So thankfulness is such an important momentum builder. Practice during this Christmas season, okay? Everybody say amen. When your mom brings the food out, say thank you mom. You need help or not? Well, I'm talking to myself, sister, where is that, okay? I will help you do meatball, okay? Whether you all want to eat or not, that's another whole story. La. <laughs> you know, because when I do meatball, one bigger than small one, another smaller one, so it's not a uniform, but when she does it, it's all uniform one. Don't know how she do it, mummy, her hand. You know, but, but again, can we stop and, and not just say thank you, but thanks living? Some of you got it. Eh? I'm so proud of you. Some of you got it because I saw you doing it in your families. Eh? I saw you going back to the family and say, thank you, mom. Can I help you? You never even whine. Congratulations. Because why? You are building momentum in your family. You believe this family is worth it all. This family is worth it all. God is worth it all. Thankfulness is such an important deal. Then another one is very important is uh, 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 praise. Amen. I said this again. I don't want to uh, uh, focus on this, but you can find uh, it in Psalm 104. Enter into His gates with what? Thanksgiving. And into His courts we praise. Be thankful to Him and bless His name. Can, can I tell you something? If thanks, thanksgiving, right, allows us to enter into the tabernacle, enter his gates, complaining also let us enter into somebody's domain. Think about that. You enter into another temple. Which temple you enter in? Wow. Both of you will worship something. Like. Amen. And, and, and another thing, reflection, self-examination for the glory of God. You know, again, I've, I've, I've loved this. I ask myself what I've learned from TCD, what I need to follow up with. We have a family plan already we have to follow up with. Amen. I, I say again, after DCD, you all need to ask yourself, I have got to have a family plan. Eh? Not just about my children. i got to have a plan eh? You know why? Because reflection is such an important deal. That's why, uh, you know, if you all need the transcribe, how many of you want the transcribe of, of the, the sermon there is uh, in uh, 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 DCD? We will send it to you. Just give me a call. I will send you the transcript because I want to study it. Because I was praying for people that still some more things that she said. Like, I need to pause for a moment and repetitiously study, slow down and see what the Lord will speak to me. Like. Amen. Are, are y'all with me here? Wave your hand. Everybody say, praise God. So we have to study the Word of God. And, and, and again, Lord, you gave this woman something. 
I call her my mama. I'm going to stop for a moment and, 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 and take notes down and follow up with it after that. Amen. The, the, the problem with us is we don't follow up, then the momentum dies. Then every time I must kickstart you again. <laughs> when you're supposed to be running with more momentum. You know, it's, it's like this. Huh? Momentum is like this. Eh? You cycle up and then you go down. <laughs> more. Eh? You know, that the momentum will help you. And then sometimes the momentum is really crazy. It feels like a, a car. Eh? Amen. Therefore, we have to build momentum. And, and then number seven, and once your, your, that, that, that momentum is greater than the resistance, you get victory. I say again, inertia is resistance. <laughs> okay, inertia that I don't want to move, but the momentum of the car makes me fly. You know how many of you MRT, even if it's a small stop, and then you go like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, that is resistance. Eh? You resist. Eh? Amen. But when you build momentum, is you cooperate with God. That's why you won't fall one. If you're running together, when the thing stops, you're still moving. Eh? You won't jam. You're following the momentum. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. So again, when you can overcome trials, you get your own victories. You know what the victory first comes from? First of all, I'm cleansed. I'm redeemed. God forgives me. All my bad attitude. It always begins with you one. Don't ask anybody, everybody got to change for me. Huh? Never work one. It begins with you. And then you lay it out. You, you make it right with your loved ones. You make it right with people. You make it right. It always begins within you. Amen. That's why I love what Sister Shostrand said, being one with him. Then after that, when you are being one with you, then you'll be one with others. But if you cannot stand yourself, you got no inner peace. Amen. James chapter 1 verse 2 and 3 says, My brethren, come with all joy when you fall to various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Everybody say, Amen. You know what God is testing you? Whether you are gold or not. Are you refined? Amen. If you take responsibility for sin in your life, all God needs you to do is take responsibility of sin in your life, get it out, build momentums. Amen. And then once that is, that is done, you celebrate victories. We don't know how to celebrate. You, how we celebrate victories? Let me tell you something. Right? Every time when I have victories so. When uh, I, I'm going to share this, uh, Dora will always send me photo of uh, Evie. Hey, she did this. Eh? Hey, she did that. Eh? Hey, she did this. There, look at it. <laughs> because you know what? How, how you celebrate is by sharing. Oh, she make a first step. Oh, she point finger at me. Leh. Oh, then I will take photo, right? And send to the whole family group chat. I don't know whether y'all do that, but I do it all the time, man. Eh? I mean, wow, well, I, I saw Elvin sending all this. Oh, by the way, congratulations to Tai. She gave birth to a beautiful daughter, Tabitha, right? Tabitha, okay, Tabitha. Praise God. I mean, when they send it to me, they are sharing their joy. They are celebrating. Would you share this joy with me? We're so proud of her. Amen. If you're watching, we love you. Congratulations. We're having revival. <laughs> Amen. I mean, come on. If you are, you, you, you want to celebrate, right? You celebrate by, by getting everybody involved. Right. Amen. I, I can guarantee you, Adora can testify. When she sent me all this photo, I'll never tell her, hey, don't send me any more. Lee. In fact, you know what I say now? 
Hey, I need a little bit of vitamin AV. Why, why when I go mission trip, why never send me video? Quick, quick. They say, Dad, I'm working there. Just a glimpse. Ah. And then she go like that. Hey, I'm very happy already. Hallelujah. Praise God. I've just break through. And likewise, hear me now. God told me this. You know why people are not talking about me? Because they never include me. Their life is just about them, not about my victory. Not about what I can do for them. These, they haven't seen me work at all. That's why there's no story to tell. You know, I mean, if, if there's no story to tell, uh, you won't be going around. If there's no baby, uh, she won't text me so much. Eh. She sent me a photo of her face I don't want to see after a while. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Dad, look at me, look at me, look at me. I say, okay, okay. You know, maybe, maybe Sean will like it. Lah. But for me, I say, hey, 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 too much already. Hello, hello, enough. But, but, but if you send me a new adventure in her life, a new adventure, hear me now, a new adventure, the baby start walking, the baby start talking, the baby start responding. Hallelujah. When, when, when God starts moving in your life, you will share victory. You include God in. Hallelujah. That's how we build momentum. You know what? God, God, gave, me, God gave me a new job. Hallelujah. You know what? God moved. My, my, there is a story there because I'm telling you God is alive. The only reason why He's not alive is, is because you have not included Him. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. Is this okay? Amen. I'm talking about celebrating victories. Celebrating victories. Talking about the goodness of God. Oh, God touched my daughter. Oh, God touched my son. Oh, God is moving. Oh, God is moving. I say, God is moving. The problem with us is that we rather watch someone else's drama than have our own stories. And you never experience the goodness of God. And when you don't have those experiences, no momentum. You always rely on someone else's momentum. You celebrate, but God says, hey, I tell you this, the spirit of the testimony of Jesus Christ is a spirit of prophecy. If I can do that for this person, if I can give this person a job, I can give you a job. If I can heal this person, I can heal you. If I can restore families, I can restore your family. Amen. That's why testimonial service are so important. So come 31st, we're going to have a testimonial service because I want you to understand if God can do that, He can do that for you. Amen. We're going to celebrate that, that the day will come. The day will come. I refuse to hear the negative report of the devil. But I'm here to tell you there's good news. Oh, by the way, God moves so fast. Motion. We're going to have a very special guest speaker in January too, in fact. Uh, we have the, uh, Dr. Vani Marshall is coming. She's a doctor now. She's going to be preaching for us. One week, we're going to be recording her. We're going to talk about inner healings, forgiveness. How do I walk forgiveness? Mental health. She's a doctor now. Wow, I'm so proud of her. My sister is a doctor now. Wow, she is a powerful lady. She's coming. Join us. She said, I, come, I need to see you. I said, come. When can I do it? Then immediately after that, we have the superintendent of uh, UPC Malaysia. Brother Sam is going to come. Amen. Because we're going to network with him and we want to see Thai kingdom come. Thy will be done. We're really talking about dates. Amen. Joining our camps and all kinds of stuff. Everybody say, praise God. I say, there is momentum in the house of the Lord. Amen. Then number nine. Oh, this one is my favorite one. Number nine. So participate in great moves of God. 
hear me now. If, if you have not heard me, okay, DCD is a special time. I know there are some people that are new. Make your way to DCD. There is always something special when people of God come together, take a break, amen, and then they come into the presence of God and the move of God will move. Amen. There's some things that cannot be done, you know, in an individual setting. Hear me now. This is what we are talking about. Okay, next year camp. Okay, put in your calendar. Hopefully, I can get the camp. Okay, put in your calendar. End of November. Okay, because if I book at end of November, oh, the speaker confirmed already. He won't pang say me. But the Raymond Woodward, he confirmed already. Okay, first speaker. Everybody say amen. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Amen. I'm excited about him coming. You know, he's a good friend. He's advocate for us. Amen. So whatever you do, you got to participate. You got to place yourself where the fire is. Hello? Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, if you know you are cold, what do you do? You go and stand next to somebody who is hot. Right? I mean, if, if I'm cold, sister, will you come? And she's the hot thing around me. Oh, not, not in the bed, say, yeah, hot. <laughs> I mean, warm, okay, warm. But to me, she also la. Huh? Yeah. And then you want to hug somebody who is warm. I have never seen anybody, right, who cold want to stand with cold people. Leh. Hey, your leg's so cold. Leh. How many of you have ever done that? Leh? Your leg's so cold. Leh. Go away. La. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you, unless you are comfortable being cold. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay, so again, the Bible says, Acts chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord, one place, and suddenly there came a sound of heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Amen. So let's talk about this thing. Spiritual busters, momentum busters, real quickly. Turn to Hebrews chapter 11, verse, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 13. Okay, uh, I'm going to read the whole entire verse and I'm going to give you 10 things that can bust your spiritual momentum. Okay, therefore, since we are surrounded by such, I'm reading from the New Living Translation, by the way. Uh, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slow us down, especially the sin that easily trip us up. And let us what? Run with what? endurance that the race of God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting Him, He endured the cross, disregarding His shame. Now He is seated in the place of honour besides God's throne. Therefore, of all the hostility He endured from sinful people, that you won't become weary and give up. After all, you, do, you have not yet given your lives in your struggles against sin. And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to us as His children? He said, My child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when He corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those He loves and He punishes each one He accepts as His child. As you endure this with this divine discipline. Remember that God is treating you as His own children. Whoever, whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by his father, if God doesn't discipline you as He does all His children, 
it means that you are illegitimate and are not really His children at all. Since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the Father of our spirits and live forever? For our earthly father disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they know how. But God's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in His holiness. Wow, discipline can make me share in His holiness. Amen. Then 11, no discipline is enjoyable. If you enjoy discipline, I think you are weird. (laughs) No discipline is enjoyable while it's happening, it's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in His way. So take a new grip with your tired hands and strengthen your weak knees. Mark out a straight path for your feet so that those who are weak and lame will not fall but become strong. You know what? There are times where we have to strengthen our legs. There are times when we say, don't give up. There are times where we have to lay the path so straight that our children have not to guess. Amen. Because I got to leave a, 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 a trail behind so that they know this is the path that I should be taking. And it's a straight one, not a crooked one. It's a straight one because God is like, light travels in straight lines. Hear me now. Light travels in straight lines. Okay? So here are some spiritual busters. When I talk about spiritual busters, I'm talking about negative influence or habits that can destroy your momentum. Okay, it may not be an overnight thing, but it will destroy your momentum. Okay, everybody say amen to that. Number one, neglect of spiritual disciplines. Amen. I don't want to go through the scripture, but Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25. Okay, let's turn there. Hebrews chapter 10 verse... Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some, but exalting one another so much more as you see the day approaching. Number two, everybody say number two. Negative influences. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupt, corrupts good habits. Do not be deceived. Amen. Number three, materialism and worldly distraction. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Amen. Well, that's very straightforward. That means either you love or you hate. No in between. Okay? Everybody say, praise God. Is this okay? This is good, no? So that I will watch myself from momentum busters. Amen. Number four, this one is so important. Unforgiveness and bitterness. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 and 32. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. You know, in every deliverance that we have to do, if the person, right, is always resentful and stuff like that. I've seen, I have seen, okay, spirit-filled people, demonic possessed. Right? The only way, the only way, is they are resentful. They give a door to the devil. I cannot do deliverance for them. I can't. I can't. Th- that's why they are stuck. I- I'll tell you something, right? People go in cycle, I can tell you, uh, there's one area of their life they are resentful about. There's some relationship they are not dealing with. That's why you got to get rid of it as soon as possible. 
You don't want the devil to put a stronghold in you. Stronghold. You know why resent? Because first of all, you become your own God. You, you, you judge who hurt me, ma. You are the judge, ma. There's only can be one judge, one God. You have to be careful, leh. You know, yeah, I don't agree with everything, but that doesn't mean that I need to be resentful. Everybody say amen. You know, and, 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 and bitterness is the number one cause of sickness, okay? Five, fear and anxiety, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. Isolation for community. A man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages just against all wise judgment. Number seven, lack of self-care. You didn't take care of yourself. You allowed yourself to be burned out. You, 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 your minds are not healthy. Your physics are not healthy. So it's not the devil. You just didn't manage your life properly. Number nine, incons- uh, eight, pride and ego. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Amen. You know what is the one, one uh, action that you do that reveals pride when you don't pray? When you don't pray. Amen. Number nine, inconsistent values and hypocrisy. Matthew chapter 23, verse 7 to 28. Number 10, resistance to change to, or growth. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 9. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring form. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and the rivers in the desert. Number 11, immaturity in faith. Remaining in a state of spiritual immaturity, not growing or deepening your understanding and practice of faith can hinder spiritual progress. And number 12, wrong direction, self-will. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 to 23. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, but in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Amen. You see, I'm going to share one last scripture. It's a Christmas scripture, but I love this scripture because I love the second part. And we will close and we will pray. Is that okay? Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. I love this scripture. Amen. How many of you love this scripture? This is the best oneness scripture, in my opinion. Okay? It says, For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. The government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Verse 7 of the increase of His government and peace, there will be no end. Stop there for a moment. You put the limits, God says there will be no end. There can, you cannot put a limit in God. I say, how much you want me to bless you? The increase that I want to give it, there will be no end. It is up to you to determine today. Like, you want breakthrough, don't just have breakthrough for yourself, breakthrough for your generations. There will be no end. Jesus Christ died on the cross, not for us just to have enough. He is more than enough. He is Jehovah Jireh, my provider. It depends on how hungry you are. I'm here to tell you today that God is with you, that God will never leave you. The, 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 the limits is you put on Him. 
He wants to bless not your generation. He wants to bless the next gen. He wants to bless a thousand generations. Amen. In fact, but 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 we are the one that put on limits. Okay, God, you know, God never say enough one. You, you, you know what? God wants to give you that closing. He, he wants to give you that business. He wants to give you that, that finances. But but you got to trust Him in His financials, uh, 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 management of stuff. Because whatever God bless you, you need to give it back. Otherwise, He will never flow out of you. Because it was God never intended for us to be a reservoir. Trust me. God intended us to be flowing like rivers of living water. And then when, 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 when you know, uh, uh, I'll close with this. You notice, right, that living waters, right, you let it flow, uh, it filters itself. Like, the water becomes cleaner. Like. Amen. But you go and take a muddy water, a pond that has no outlet, right, it is very filthy, you are. Amen. So here's what I have to say. Christmas is a time to remember not only that he was our, our that, that baby boy, he, he became a man. Amen. That man grew up, died on a cross so that of his increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Amen. That he wants to bless your generation. Amen. Upon the throne of David over his kingdom to order and establish it with judgment and justice from the time forward ever forever more. You know, and then he goes on to say this, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. You know what it means? God wants it more than you. If we'll just be on the wavelength of what God wants us to do, there's nothing impossible for him. If you were to align yourself today and say, God, here I am. You can bring healing. You can bring restoration. The restoration you want to bring cannot just be just a little bit kind of restoration. A restoration of my generation. My whole generation can be blessed because if I decide today, be unto me according to thy word. Shall we just stand off it right now? I'm asking you today, there is momentum in the house of the Lord. I'm asking you today, come on, just let your voice out for a moment. Amen. Just let your voice out for a moment. This is God's will that, that His increase of His government and peace, there will be no end. Why don't we just lift our hands for a moment before we break for, 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 uh, amen. God is here today, Father. Come on, just, just pray in the Holy Ghost. That, that, that may be a momentum in your life. God's, God's wanting a breakthrough, amen. Come on, just let your voice out for a moment and close your eyes. There's a, there's a flow of rushing water right now. God, you want to give us, God, your increase, God. Your, your ways are higher than my ways, God. And Lord, your, your thoughts higher than my thoughts, God, right now. Come on, church. I need you to come on and build some momentum here. I need you to start to, to, to let your spirit, to yield your spirit to the Lord and not fight Him today. Hallelujah. Many are called, but few are chosen. Father, today, we want to be your chosen vessel. Come on, just leave your hands all over this place. Teach us how to build momentum, Lord, so that, Lord, of this increase of the government will never end, Lord. This increase that you want to give me, Lord, not just for me, but for my children, my children, children, and my children, 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 oh God, right now. Come on, just leave your voice all over this place. Come on, just give Him praise all over this place. 
Hallelujah. This is your will, O oh God. Amen. Father, today as we come before you, I don't want to be a mess. I don't want to just, Lord, I don't want to be just a burden, Lord. I don't want to just, Lord, just, just put weights, Lord. But God, I, I want to be a mess. Lord, in motion, Father, right now where the Spirit of the Lord is. Lord, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I pray for liberty of your Spirit to move in me. Come on, just let your voice out for a moment. Lord, just like David, Lord, had momentum. He smote, Lord. Lord, he smote, God, the Goliath in our lives, Father. I pray, God, that you will begin to smote, God, the Goliath of fear. The Goliath of anxiety. The Goliath, God, that is holding me back, believing, Lord, believing your promises, God, is a yes and an amen. Father, right now, Lord, I pray. Come on, build momentum here in this place. Pray for one another right now. If you got your breakthrough, just lift your hands and just pray for someone else. Come on, just let your voice out. Let's pray right now. Let the rivers of living water just flow through you. Lord, I pray God for a tsunami that will overwhelm us, Lord, in the coming years to come. I pray God that we'll be so overwhelmed with your favor. I pray God that you will overwhelm us, God, Lord, with your blessings, oh God. To Day so that we can be an avenue, we can be a channel right now. Lord, enough of the naysayers, enough of those God that is giving us a, a horrible report. But God, today I want to stand with Joshua, I want to stand together with Caleb today. Father, we are not just about being a reservoir. We are rivers, Lord, that flow out of us, Lord. Lord, use our life to bless one another. Use our life, Lord, to bless God, our loved ones. But, but more than that, God, that you will bring salvation to our homes today. Let Christmas be a special time together. Come on, just leave your hands one more time. Amen. Let's thank Him for His goodness and His mercies. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Whatever you're doing, hear me now. Whatever you're doing, if there's momentum, don't lose your momentum. Don't lose it. After this, he did read the Bible. Go ahead. Just continue to pray. The church doesn't need to cast you to go on a 40 days devotional. You do it on your own. You need to protect your fire. Whatever you're doing, you need to protect it right now. So, shall we just lift our hands and thank Him for one more time? The Lord is good. Surely His goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Hallelujah. Come on, let's clap our hands unto the Lord. I praise you, Jesus. I declare it, Lord. I declare it. I claim it right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You can never go wrong if you build momentum. Turn to your neighbor and say, you can never go wrong if you are building momentum. By doing nothing. You need to look at your neighbor and say, by doing nothing. We will lose momentum. Let's give him praise one more time. Hallelujah.